We still have racing in Victoria today. We're heading uh, north and west to Swan Hill up in the valley. Soft 7 is the uh, the track rating there for uh, Swan Hill and uh, a, a big form uh, panel assembled to uh, to take us through uh, this 7 event program. First of all, we'll say a very good morning to uh, Trav Noonan. Trav, good morning. Yeah, good morning, Brendan. Race meeting knocked around a little bit by scratching, but still there's uh, there's not a bad card to be had at Swan Hill today. Yeah, given the um, sort of depth of the, the races, like you're only dealing with maiden and zero to 58, so I think uh, the, the quality of the fields are, are reasonably good given, given those um, level of races. And as always on a ha- on a uh, Sunday morning, Harry White's done a, a quick flip with the form guide from uh, from Kilmore to uh, to Swan Hill. Harry, good morning. Good morning, Brendan. How have we found this program at Swan Hill today on the Soft Seven? Yeah, as Trav said, you know it's just your typical sort of maiden zero to fifty eights. But um, I like to have a bet on a Sunday, and this is our only option now. So hopefully, we find plenty of winners. Uh, you're not the only one there. First event on the program from the hill today is over the 975 metres. Scratchings here from this event are runners 2, 5, 10, 12, 13 and 14. The uh, Tam Fixed Odds favourite here for the opener is Wiggles at $2.70. Uh, Eleanor at Eyeliner uh, at $3.60. Uh, Procedo $4.40. Irrawa Jam at $7. I'm a Shawi at 8 and Twist and Turns $14. Trav, you can kick it off. How do we find them in race number one? It's a pretty tough start to the day, Brendan, um, but I went with the favourite here in the first race in Wiggles, who is making his debut. He's performed pretty reasonably at, at the jump outs at each of his jump outs at uh, Ballarat on the synthetic in his last one at Burham Beat where he placed behind the Cisco's kid and in behind him in that jump out was Cardigan Queen. So horses that have been to the races and performed at a reasonable level. Um, he's a half to five win- five um, winners so he's well bred and um, taken a while to get to the races as a five year old but I, I think he'll get through the, the track conditions on what I saw off the last jump out at Burham Beat and happy to have him on top, the three wiggles. Thought four, I'm a show, he's the big improver. Not sure he handled the synthetic track on his debut. Always happy to forgive a horse who gets beaten a fair margin of the synthetic. Um, went to the trial subsequently at uh, Benalla, I think it was, and yeah, he hit the line really strong there in a trial after getting a long way back. It was a nice piece of work. think it's the big improver. Uh, then went with the 11, Eleanor who is racing reasonable, finds a, a maiden with perhaps not a lot of depth from the raced horses and go back to her run two starts ago. She's going to be competitive here. And Nine Prosetto, who jumped out really well last time at Seymour, is making its debut. Don't know what was sort of the opposition there, but um, looks a handy enough type and does get Dean Yendall. 3 4 11, 9 for me in the first. 3 4 11, and 9 from Trav. Harry, your thoughts on the opener? Uh, I'm going with the 19 start maiden here, Brendan. Um, obviously, key runners have come out, and I'm chasing some value early. Irrawarra Gem, hard fit now, fourth up. I thought appealed uh, at a bit of a price. Came through a race at Mildura last start, over 1,100 metres beaten, just under three lengths. I think the drop back to 9.75 will prove advantageous, and I don't think the uh, soft seven going is going to pose any issue. Uh, Eleanor, I think, can be in it for longer, racing prominently and back in distance. 
I agree with Trav about Wiggles. Shown ability in two jump outs leading into this. Having placed in both, and there looked to be a bit of uh, depth as far as horses go in those uh, heats. And there was already market support prior to race day scratchings for Wiggles. So that horse might just come out on debut and simply win. And Presetto, I also thought, looked to have ability based on that Seymour jump out. But... Um, Yes, maybe start 20 is the day for the uh, the local team, Harry and Austy Coffee. 7, 11, 3 and 9. 7, 11, 3 and 9. I'm going to go with Wiggles despite uh, having young children and uh, I'm sure you can relate to this, Harry, having been annoyed by the Wiggles at uh, at different stages, but I thought the jump out at Burren Beat was solid enough to come here and win. 9, Presido did enough in a, a Seymour jump out, gets the services of Yendel. 11, Eyeliner has the race experience and 4, I'm a show he should benefit getting onto the turf today. So 3, 9, 11 and 4 in race number 1. Second event from Swan Hill this afternoon. This race is a maiden plate over 1,200 metres. Scratchings from the second event are runners 8, 16, 17 and 18. Tab fixed odds favourite running on time 2.60. Ruta Palais at $5. Make it happen 5.50. Andron on at six, Al Monte at nine, and got out the fence is a twelve dollar chance. First of all, we'll kick it off with Harry. I was going to say I was going to jump in, but we'll. But I just wanted to <laughs> wait for my cue there, Brennan, because it's a little bit of a different format this morning. I'm with the race favourite. I like the way the Mara and Eustace debutant running on time found the line under minimal effort in a recent jump out. She was 165k yielding purchase out of the half sister to Dow Cello. So there's a bit of depth. In the pedigree page, I thought there was merit in the run of Al Monte after he covered ground throughout the run. He now comes up with gate one, which presents with its own issues, but he's fitter. Rue de Palais, tired late post, freshen at Geelong, is ready to peak third up and then got out the fence, found the line strongly on debut when third. There was a huge gap to fourth, but I really like the look of this debutante. 14, 5, 6 and 3. Trav, how do you see them in the second? Not quite the same. I went with the 13 on top, make it happen. Blinkers go on. Dean Yendall, big positives when you get to Swan Hill. Um, and this horse, whilst hasn't seen wet ground on race day, jumped out really strongly on uh, a heavily rain-affected surface at uh, Wangaratta. And I just thought the last two runs have been really solid in decent synthetic mating maidens chasing horse like Native Tongue and Smack, so I think go at a reasonable level. So happy to be with it on top. Five Al Monte, as Harry said, ran really nicely last time at uh, Bendigo. Son of done deal, so you'd think we'd probably get through the wet track. 14 running on time, I just think it's a little bit too short in the market, but um, can't knock the, the most recent jump out power to the line there at Ararat. And then six, Ruta Palais, who, as Harry pointed out, will improve fitness-wise from Geelong and um, ran pretty well there in it. And not a bad maiden as well. So 13 at 5, 14, 6 for me. 13, 5, 14 and 6 from uh, Trav. I'm going to go with 14 running on time. I was really taken with a jump out there at, uh, at Ararat and thought she might be one of the better bits of the day. Make it happen, bring some good form through that, uh, that Smacks race at Ballarat. Ruta Palais might be advantaged by the blinkers coming off here and then 12, uh, Andronon. So 14, 13, 6, 12 in race number two. Race number three on the program is the 1,600-metre maiden. Scratchings from this race are runners 5, 13 and 16. 
Tab fixed odds favourite here. Jabberwockies at $2.40. Uh, Trastino's uh, tip for the day, $4.80. Assignment, five fifty. Kentucky Nick, $5.50. Jack And at 13 And Peaceful Protest, a $26 chance. Trav, how do we see them race number three over the mile? Yeah, I thought Jabberwockies is going to be pretty hard to beat here. The son of Redwood, he didn't do much wrong in his debut at Pakenham, where... Uh, sort of sat in behind the strong speed and was run down late by Al Kabong um, in a decent maiden. He trialled well leading into that, gets Jared Fry. Uh, the Hay Stable, when they travel horses to Swan Hill, strike very well. So happy to be with him on top six Jabberwockies. 12 Kentucky, Nick found the line strongly la- uh, first up at Ballarat. Um, I'm sure how he sort of handled this wet ground, being the son of American pharaoh, but... Um, Thought if he can if he can handle the ground, he's certainly a good chance off that day. Uh, first up performance where he really hit the line strong. One assignment I think is better suited out to sixteen hundred. Gets Dean Yendall, big ticks there, and then nine up Trees ran well last time at Casson. I think this is a bit harder, and he's probably a little bit too well found for me in the market. But he's one of the key chances. Six twelve one nine. Harry, your thoughts here on the third? Yeah, very similar thought process to Trav. Really keen on uh, Jabba Walkies. I'm, I'm glad Trav's in my corner because when you go up against uh, Dean Lester, and not only that, that Jabba Walkies is my best bet of the day, you start to get a bit nervous. But I thought that debut run, when only finding one better on uh, debut, with a nice gap to third, was really good. That run said, as does his breeding, that he'll appreciate a rise in distance. Assignment, agree with Trav, did enough first start, will be fitter, will appreciate the extra furlong in distance. Yandelon's a tick. Kentucky Nick, good to the line first up when resuming a gelding. Uh, and then Artrice, hard fit now third up. Looks well placed. Has the uh, legion of fans for Dean Lester aboard as well. But Jabberwockies is the one for me. 6-1, 12-9. 6-1, 12-9. 6-11, 12-9 for my with Jabberwockies at Alcabong. Form reads pretty well. He looks a smart com- customer at Alcabong. Jared Fry Road, Alcabong. He jumps on Jabberwockies here. Got a little share in the number 11, Jack Ann. He was pretty good once he got motoring there at Ballarat on the synthetic. He's going to take uh, plenty of benefit from going to 1,600 metres here on the big wide open spaces of uh, of Swan Hill. Uh, 12 uh, goes in for third. Kentucky Nick, uh, he comes through the same race as Jack Ann and then nine archers third up from a break for Bobbin and Lorenzini. 6, 11, 12 and 9 in race number 3. Race number 4 on the card at Swan Hill to Day is over the uh, the sixteen hundred meters, the first leg of the quaddy, and uh, in this first leg of the quaddy, the scratchings here are runners uh, 15, 16, 17 and eighteen. Tab fixed odds favourite here is let it rip Reggie at three dollars and thirty horse number seven. Aston Villa five fifty, Red Cracker seven fifty, Sports Idol at ten with hot seat. And um, Nerevic is an $11 chance for Austi Coffee and Mark Pegas. Good to see Mark Pegas back in the saddle. Uh, we will kick it off here with with Harry. Harry, who do you like in the fourth? I'm with the race favourite, Brendan. Um, I'm going wide on this leg of the quaddy because I feel like if Let It Rip Reggie doesn't win, there's a host of chances. Um, Let It Rip Reggie is coming off a last start win at track and trip. That was a benchmark 52. I still think it was a similar profiler race so naturally looks well placed jack hill sticking on he's drawn well if you were with him last start i wouldn't suggest there's any reason to um to drop off one at a bit of a price number 14 young lars i thought was ready to peak third up and and over the mile he appears best on rain affected tracks will be strong at the back end of the race 
Sports Idol, back in grade, up in distance. I thought that was suitable. His one career win was at track and trip, four runs back. Yeah. Um, then I've put Hot Seat in as next best, but concede that there are a host of other chances. So interested to hear what uh, Trav and yourself have to say about it. Seven, fourteen, five, and 6. Trav, your thoughts here on the 4th? Yeah, I, I agreed with Harry. I, I thought this is a, a little bit of an open 58, and I'm actually taking on the favourite, let it rip Reggie with his second selection, Young Lars. Gee, this horse sets up well. Uh, 54 kilos, getting back to a wet track, 1,600 metres. Uh, he fired sort of last preparation in similar races to this when he got to the mile. And I, the last start effort at Cassin, and it was just a day that was impossible to make ground if you were out wide. And I thought he stuck to the task reasonably well. Very keen. I thought he should be much shorter in the market. So 14 young lies on top. Seven, let it rip Retchie. If he performs to the level he did last time at Swan Hill, he's going to be really hard to beat. Smash Dexabillu came out and won last uh, yesterday at Tatura quite nicely. Um, just whether he can back that up. He's not. He's sort of a bit of a flash-in-the-pan horse for me, he's, um, which is the little query. So has one run and then drops off. But, um, yeah, if he can hold that form, he's going to be hard to beat. Three-winner uh, is a horse that I think will improve drastically getting to the mile. It was Whilst we don't have the uh, replays for the Mildura uh, races on Cup Day, which is a bit disappointing considering, um, yeah, they should be there. But uh, I thought he will improve third up. And then six hot seat um, has a good record at Swan Hill, 1,600 metres. Not sure how he's going, but does find Dean Yendall and just back him in the back to Swan Hill. He'll run well. 14, 7, 3, 6. 14, 7, 3 and 6 from Trev. I'm going to go with number 13, Red Cracker. Uh, the old girl, she's having start number 50 today. She doesn't win out of turn, but she's consistent in hitting the line. And I think uh, uh, Maddie Lloyd on her home track with the 55 and a half kilos can get her into the wide open spaces of the Swan Hill straight uh, and let her rip down the outside and score. Speaking of let it rip, let it rip, Reggie goes in for second one. Well, last time out, Jack Hill uh, is, uh, is riding well at the moment and rides his track really nicely as well. Agree with the boys with Young Lars. Third up from a break. No weight on the back. Uh, should be uh, closing off well at the back end. Uh, and then six hot seat. Yendel rides for the McKnight's and, uh, and hot seat is pretty consistent. Is never really that far away. Can uh, can run a bit of a race. Just the wide draws a little bit of a trick this afternoon. 13, 7, 14 and 6 after the fourth event at Swan Hill. First leg of the quarter. We're four down. We've got three to go. We're going to go to a quick break here on Sunday. Central come back, take it the look at the last three races on the the Victorian standalone meeting today. Really looking forward to getting down to the, the Jericho Cup next Sunday at the Bull. Myself, uh, Warren Hunley and Matt Stewart will be live trackside uh, throughout the morning for Correct Way and Sunday Central in the lead-up to the big Jericho Cup program next week. So well, always a good day, and uh, if the weather's fine, ensure you get down to the Bull. It will be a cracker. Whether it's fine or not, it's going to be a good day, but uh, uh, nothing like a day in the sun at the Bull. We move on to race number five on the program. This is a 0 to 58, 2400. The trip, Mr. Mischief number one, comes out of this one. Tab fixed odds favourite here is St. Henry. The Aubrey Galloper, $2.50. There for you, $3.50. Surikin, $8.50. Savvy Acquisition, $9.50. Scotch Sun at 10 Kazuma, 11 Charlton, 12 And Hubble is a $13 chance. Trav, how do we see them in the, the fifth event over the 2400? Oh, I see it as a pretty even race, Brendan, but St. Henry does look well-placed. 
Um, he's a very, very consistent customer, never runs poorly, and he, he's been in the placings of two of his last three, and um, yeah, he does look really well placed here coming out of a benchmark 70 at Benalla last time behind eyes only on me and Yellow Brick Road. He should probably park close to outside the lead and be pretty hard to beat here, I think, for Jason Lyon. So got him on top, the three. Six Charlton was a really good effort last time behind Sir Day and Tar Heel Blue. Um, he was slightly better run of him and Savvy Acquisition and uh, put him in for second just on top of Savvy Acquisition. He's got a good record at Swan Hill and he's probably getting ready for uh, perhaps the Jericho uh, Consolation race uh, that he won last year. And then four Scotch Sun, uh, who's on the quick backup after breaking the maiden last week. Three, six, five, four. Three, six, five, and four from Trav. Harry, your thoughts on race number five, please? Yeah, very very similar to Trav. St. Henry, I thought, looked well-placed on the back of that last start effort. He just kept finding the line there. Loves the give in the track. Maps for the run of the race. Um, parked, yeah, just probably one pair back off the leader throughout the run. I'm going to put my plums on the line quaddy wise and put St. Henry one out in this leg because why the hell not? Savvy acquisition <laughs> and Charlton, as Trev touched on, they come via the same race at track and trip uh, in similar company. They both look minor money hopes at very least. They may very well win. And then I've chucked number two, Sorokin, uh, in. Looks to be, I thought, the better of the remaining runners, but I think St. Henry has really found a very suitable race to be winning. Three, five, six, two. Three, five, six, and two. Text coming through from Rick McIntosh. He'll be there at the ball next week to to call the Jericho. Savvy Acquisition got a free ticket into the Jericho uh, this year for for winning the consolation last year. So possibly Savvy Acquisition to take on the hills of the ball uh, next week in the uh, in the Jericho itself after putting on a, a dashing display to win the uh, the uh, consolation last year. Uh, agreeing with the boys here in step here with the St. Henry horse number three. Just got stopped at the wrong time at Benalla there. Halted the momentum. Still picked himself up to run third. Uh, I think he can come here and uh, and be winning and winning well. Five savvy acquisition goes in for second. Just starting to improve with every run. The fitness is building and the fitness is there. If he's going to the Jericho next week, expect him to be uh, really getting through the line here. Scotch Sun, who was a last start winner, broke the maiden. A long time maiden. She can continue on with it. And then Six child and through the same race as Sag Savvy Acquisition. Con Kelly always has his team primed and ready to go for the local Swan Hill Carts. Three, five, four, and six in race number five. Race number six is the second last on the program today. This is a benchmark 64. This race over the 975 metres. Scratchings here from the second last are uh, runners uh, numbered uh, one, three, 11, 14, 15, 16, and also throw in five uh, Zootons there. So 1, 3, 5, 11, 14, 15, 16 come out of the uh, the sixth event. Uh, Mesignati, the coffee's looking to go back-to-back from Savvy Acquisition to Mesignati here, $2.50. Titans, $3.90. San Marino at $7. $8.50 reward with return. Get a gorgeous 10. Mally Hammer, 11 She's the Sheriff is a $12 chance. So Mesignati is the favourite here at $2.50. Harry, your thoughts here on race number six? 
Uh, yeah, Mesignati, beautiful village in Italy. Uh, Brendan, haven't been there myself, <laughs> but I've, I've heard great things. It's right on the, uh, I suppose, the ankle of what you would call the boot. Um, <laughs> bit of geography for you because, again, we've got time. But the horse itself, I think it's ready to peak fourth up, back in grade, back in distance, back on her home track. Only two and a half lengths off the winner in a benchmark 70 at the Valley last start on wet ground. That effort, I think that's surely good enough for this. San Marino's been pretty consistent since a win four back in weaker grade. G'day, gorgeous. Uh, put in an improved run last start. I think could run a race at a nice enough price. And then Titans, number two. Only narrowly beaten at Caston in last start. Looks well placed on that effort. Uh, goes in the quaddy, but I like the favourite. Six, seven, 12 and two. Six, seven, 12 and two. Trav, have you been to the ankle on the boot in uh, in uh, Italy, Mesignati? No. I can't no. <laughs> Good uh, information, no, you know, whenever I do venture to the uh, Italy. But um, let's focus on matters at hand here. And Mezignati just looks extremely well-placed at $2.50. I think she's a very good bet. Um, just not a lot of opposition here compared to her talent. Like, she's coming out of three starts in Melbourne Metro grade, and she hasn't been bad at either of, of them. Uh, you go back to the run... First up on a soft five, and I thought she's probably the run of the race, running fourth there behind Outback Action, beating half the length. Uh, clearly, if she runs to that level, she'll win. Only like slight reservation is a soft seven. I think she is better on top of the ground, but just on class alone, she should account for these. Um, eight reward with return, the veteran, I think, is going really well. Loved his last start run at Bendigo. Um, he has good record at 975 and Swan Hill. He can run a really bold race at start 106. Uh, nine Mally Hammers flying under Heath Chalmers. Likes wet tracks. Uh, gets a good run from Barrier 1. He can run well. And seven San Marino, as Harry pointed out, he's just ultra consistent, doesn't run poorly, and he'll run well again. Six, eight, nine, seven. So six eight nine and seven from Trav six two eight seven for mine. I'm going to go with Mezignati as all the things the boys have touched on. Just the the drop back in grade. Uh, don't worry about the barrier. It's just a, a short run to the first turn uh, from the nine seventy five at Swan Hill. Uh, she can uh, be winning here on her home deck. Six on top. To beat number two, which is Titans, has to carry the big weight of the 62. Neil Farley's riding well at the moment, uh, not too far away there last time out. Reward with return, doesn't have a great second up record, but always race as well on the home track. Nathan Hobbs and Matty Lloyd teaming up there at start 106 as Trav touched on the veteran. And uh, then at number seven, Sam Marino for the McKnight's. Christine Pauls with the ride uh, can go in for uh, for fourth money. But six and, and two, the two I'll be taking in the quarter here, six, two, eight, seven in race number six. Race number eight on the pro uh, race number seven on the program. I beg your pardon on this uh, seven event card. The uh, scratchings here from the last event are runners two, nine, seventeen, and uh, eighteen. What open way to finish here? Zooming zebra four dollars eighty. Gold Logie first up five dollars. Calligrapher five fifty. Pop it at six. Upper East Side seven fifty. Simply Sparkles eleven. The Old Man Astro Castro twelve dollars. Magical reward at nineteen. 
and uh, then we go out to uh, $21 for uh, 2J. He's a bit of a reformed customer these days, uh, Trav Astro Castro. He, he's gone from one spectrum to the other. He's mad leader and, and hold on and see if he could get run down going back about two or three years ago. He's reformed himself to relaxing and running on now. Is he a part of your numbers today, Astro Castro? He's not, but uh, I do note every time he's in a race that uh, we sort of preview together, Brennan, you always give him a mention. You've got a real soft spot for the old boy, so I uh, hope he runs well for, for you. He's definitely a fan. Um, I didn't have him in the top four, though. I thought this is a pretty competitive race. I've gone with a, a fellow veteran, the six calligrapher. thought this horse was going really well, the eight-year-old. Uh, loved his first up run at Echuca in a benchmark 58 behind little Miss Grace. Uh, he's got a good record. Uh, here at Swan Hill, despite not winning, and does appreciate when Jared Fry goes on. And the big tick for him is he really does handle rain-affected tracks. So happy with him on top. Ted Poppet's absolutely flying. Um, this preparation, dominant win here last time in Maiden Grain, went bolted up by six lengths. Um, hard to sort of say she can't run well off that. Uh, then I went with the uh, 4-2-J. I've, I've got a bit of a soft spot for this horse. He's ultra-consistent at this level. Absolutely flying when he's last two at Mildura and Broken Hill. Performs well at Swan Hill over 1,200 metres. Has to be a, a chance. And then 7-Gold Logie, who probably the most lightly raced horse and horse with the most upside in the field. First up for Mark Pegas. Um, has shown some ability in past campaigns. 6 10 4, 7 for me in the last... Six, ten, four, and seven. Are you an Astro Castro fan? Harry, you got a soft spot for him. I used to love it when Kevin Buren uh, got him out on the speed and was rolling around Castanet and the likes when he was with uh, Aaron Purcell and uh, making every post a winner. Is he is he close to your heart, Astro Castro? Oh, look, I've batted up for him a few times throughout his career. I remember him back in the day leading throughout and knocking me out of a quaddie at any old price. So um, not the fondest of memories, but I have, I have backed up, batted up for him, and I think I may have tipped him one time when he actually did win for me, so that was good. But uh, as far as this race goes, I'm going with Gold Logie. Um, no public jump-outs or trials to reference leading into the prep. Gate one could be of concern, but I thought Pry forms consistent and reads well. Agree with Trav about Calligrapher. Really good first-up run. There was a nice gap to third. I thought he looked well-placed in this field. Upper East Side ran well in a stronger race last start. Loves racing here at home. Um, and again, agree with Trav. Poppet flying can continue to progress now. That maiden win is out of the way. I've gone 7, 6, 8 and 10. 7, 6, 8 and 10 from Harry. 7, 11, 5 and 10 for mine. Going with Gold Logie. Uh, race consistently without winning early in uh, in his last preparation, but uh, a little bit more seasoning in the legs. Uh, the concern I have with Harry is he hasn't had a public jump out uh, or trial, but trusting Mark Pegas has got him right here off barrier number one to uh, to run well. First up, 11 zooming zebra, fourth up now. Russell Osborne's team going nicely at the moment. Uh, has drawn nicely to it to give a sight zooming zebra goes in for second then the old man Astro Castro Talia Hope will have him out the back and, and hitting the line in uh, in circumspect to what he used to be burning along on the speed and Tim Poppet uh, is racing really well as the boys had touched on as well 7, 11, 5 and 10 my numbers in the last Trav went 6, 10, 4 and 7 Harry 7, 6, 8 and uh, 10 before we get to the boys best quaddy and play of the day we'll take a short break here on Sunday Central 
before we get the boys' uh, horses to follow and runs of the day, uh, before we get their, uh, let them count out the bag there, before we get their, their quarter best bet and uh, and plays of the day, just a, a bit of a, a run of the day and maybe a horse to follow from the, the Ballarat program yesterday. First off, Trav, uh, anything catch your eye there yesterday at Ballarat? Mm, without notice. Um, run of the day, have to be Banker's Choice in the Ballarat Cup. Gee, was impressive, uh, you know, at second time at 2,000 metres. Going to be interested to see what they set him for now in the autumn, perhaps an Australian Cup. Um, horse to follow. Uh, I could come back on that one because I'm completely blank with a horse to follow. Harry, can you help us out with a horse to follow from Ballarat yesterday? Uh, yeah, I think so. Look, I there's a few out of it, but I thought... Um, as far as a horse to follow, maybe that debutante from the Basutton and Young team in the two-year-old classic Sun Source, uh, obviously well-bred. I think it was a $370,000 yearling purchase. Wasn't friendless in betting, but was double figures around $11. Really like the way that horse found the line. Um, and that looked to be, you know, a, a two-year-old race with enough depth about it. So I just think that horse, considering what it did yesterday, could be the horse to follow and I do agree with Trav that it was very hard to go past Banker's Choice the punters didn't miss I know a tissue was the favorite there but Banker's Choice was heavily backed in early markets and and won convincingly so looks in uh, for a good preparation. Trent Bussett mentioning post race yesterday that uh, he will go to uh, and have a run pre uh, Magic Millions right-handed uh, Sun Source. He's a big, strong lad, and he was mighty impressive in uh, winning there yesterday. Trav, uh, let's tidy up this program at uh, at Swan Hill today. Your uh, best bet, value bet, Cotty, and play of the day, please. Yeah, our best bet for me comes up in race number six, the six Mezignati. Um, just so well placed in a zero to 58 coming out of Melbourne Metro runs. And yeah, I think the $2.50 is a really appealing price. The best value, I think, race four, number 14, Young Lars. Surprised he's double figures given he gets down to 54 kilos on a wet track and finds the mile. Uh, the Quaddy. Three six seven fourteen first leg for me. Three five six second leg standout Mezignati in the third leg, and four six seven ten in the last leg. Play of the day, I'll flare it up here a little bit, Brendan and Harry. We'll go Mezignati at Swan Hill, and then massive day later in Sha Tin with the um, sort of big prelude meeting to the um, Hong Kong Jockey Club International meeting, and Wellington and Golden Sixty both. Running, who are the top two horses in Hong Kong at the sprint distances in the middle distance, and we'll just take both of them into Mezignati. So that's Sharty in race six, number one, Wellington, and Sharty in race seven, number one, Golden 60, into race six, number six, Mezignati at Swan Hill. I think that'll get you $8 plus, and uh, you can sit back, watch all the racing on racing.com, and uh, hopefully we get a collect. Well, Trav, he hasn't been to uh, to Mezignati, Harry, but he's been taking us all over the place with uh, his plays of the day. Hong Kong, Hobart last week, Trav. Uh, all the best this afternoon with the Fool Guide. Thanks, Brendan. Trav Noonan there joining us. Harry, your uh, best bet, value bet, quarter bet. Uh, do you have a uh, as a spicy play of the day as Trav? My play of the day isn't as spicy, but I like Trav's play of the day, and obviously I'm with Mezignati, so I'm happy to follow him in because I'll be betting in Sha Tin as well, and north of $8, why not? Uh, best bet for me, race three, number six, 
Jabba Walkies, I thought that debut run was really good. Will be fitter up in distance. Value, I went with race seven, number seven, Gold Logie. I know the horse is $5, but I just still think in an even race, that's a backable price. Quaddy, first leg, we're fattening up a bit. One, five, six, seven, thirteen, fourteen. Conversely, the second leg, we're standing at number three only. Third leg, two, six, seven, and 12. Last leg, six, seven, eight, and 10. Play of the day. I'm doing the Brendan Delaney special, my best into my value. So all up yes. race three, number six, into race seven, number seven, and hopefully the Brendan Delaney double gets the cash. Uh, give it strength. Uh, best of luck to you today, Harry. Thanks, Brendan. Harry White there joining us. My best race, six, number six, Mezignati. Looks perfectly placed to be winning today. Value bet uh, is Red Cracker in race four, number 13 for the Quaddy. We'll go 13, 7, 14 and 6 into 3, 5, 4 and 6 into 6 and 2 into 7, 11, 5 and 10. Going to switch it up. We'll leave the value bet out of the of the play of the day today. We'll go to race 2, number 14, running on time off that impressive jump out at, uh, at Ararat into race 6, number 6, Mesignati. That's our look at the program of racing at Swan Hill today.